Welcome to the Holistic Wellness and Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kimberly Ann Marsden. And on today's show, we are going to be learning all about scalar energy and how it can be used for healing physical and mental health and much, much more. You may be more familiar with the concept of chi or life force energy, but all those names are the same thing as scalar energy. And as you maybe already know, energy medicine has been used for many years in many different ways to promote healing since the beginning of time. So on today's show, my guest is a researcher and inventor who has developed an instrument which enables him to harness scalar energy and use it in the quantum level to support the body's own innate intelligence. Join us as we delve into the quantum field today. Get ready, here we go. Hello, hello. Today I have with me Tom Palladino. Tom is a scalar energy researcher who uses the quantum level to support the body's own innate intelligence. So thank you for joining me, Tom. Welcome. Uh, Doctor, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Okay, so I just want to start by having you tell us how you got interested in the whole field of scalar energy and scalar light in general. You're right. This is an esoteric study, if you will. Um, Nikola Tesla was the first man that I know of who invented scalar energy instruments and was able to harness it. And I read about Tesla as a youngster, and I said to myself, that is incredible. There's another type of energy. This is not electricity. And Tesla was working with free energy, what he called radiant energy. It's energy from the stars. And eventually this will be embraced and will change the course of history. Excellent. So he sort of said, what give us, so that's how you got into it, but tell us a little more about scalar energy, what it is and how it can be used. Let's start with that. Um, Presently I have scalar energy instruments and I'm working with people and animals in the quantum realm by their photograph. So let me explain. Again, this is not electricity. I work with people and animals around the world through the force field or through the quantum field identified on their photograph. So people will email me their photograph and I work in that informational sphere, so to speak. And I send energy into their quantum field that will prove to balance their chakras, that's able to uh, eradicate microbes, viruses, bacteria, that's able to deliver nutrients. Now, this is all done through the quantum field, which is informational, it's non-physical. And it begs the question, well, if we can do that in the quantum field, will we ever be able to do that in person? I've never established that. I'm only working in the quantum field, which is the scalar energy force field. And with that in mind, There's two realities, there's two dimensions, quantum energy and Newtonian energy or or electromagnetic energy. So I've discovered as Tessa, a quantum energy in which indeed is informational and we can control that by scalar energy instruments. Interesting. Now, I don't know if this fits, but it just made me think. So how 
do other forms of distance healing? When people are talking about things like Reiki that work through, are those working through? What would you say those work through? I would say many forms of prayer, um, many forms of uh, telepathic communication with scalar energy or zero point energy, as opposed to our cell phone or our computers that are working with electromagnetic signals. So you asked about Reiki, that most likely is a supernatural phenomenon, which is a scalar energy phenomenon. The reason I call it supernatural, it's not physical. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't obey the laws of physics. It's a different physics textbook. I mean every word of that. It's a new science. It, and scalar energy is not electromagnetic energy. So how do the instruments that you've created work? How are, can, I mean, I know that's a complicated question and I'm not sure I'm going to understand the answer, but I'm going to ask it anyway. <laughs> it's, it's very simple in function. Scalar energy is everywhere. If scalar energy is from the sun and the stars. And with that in mind, sunlight and starlight pervade the universe. So you simply have to devise an instrument that captures that sunlight and starlight. So if electricity is a current moving through a wire, so to speak, I don't use a voltage, I don't use current. I access the scalar energy in the environment, which is much more subtle and much more versatile. So this is a new way of of realizing energy, free energy from the sun and the stars. It's everywhere. It's everywhere in our atmosphere. So would you say when, when someone's doing Tai Chi or Qigong, or even now, if I say, I mean, they can't see what I'm doing, but you can, I think, let me move my hands up when I'm doing something like this. And I focus on the space between my two hands and I feel what we'll call energy moving in, yes. in here, would you call that scalar energy? Yes, exactly. Okay. Everybody has possesses scalar energy. I've always said the human mind and the human heart are credible vessels of scalar energy. But you've mentioned your hands. For instance, people who have healing hands, that's scalar energy that they're imparting. Now, it's non-physical. It's energy. I believe it's from God. And if you do have healing hands, That calls to mind this science of scalar energy. You cannot explain healing hands by electromagnetic energy. Right. So if I say that I can heal through scalar energy, it's God's healing. It's not me. So scalar energy, if it's really divine energy, amongst other things, it can and it will heal. Right. So what you're trying to do is figure out how to take all of that energy that's around yes. us and target it for healing and for wellness, yes. right? Exactly. That's the new science. Exactly. So scalar energy is everywhere. I have an instrument that controls that universal energy, and now I can control it, harness it, and put it to use. Excellent. So how do does the way you do it vary from somebody just taking their hands and visualizing the movement of that scalar energy to a person or a place or that type of thing. Yeah, but both are valid. Both are valid. I never would discount somebody who has healing hands. And some people have the ability to heal by prayer, mental prayer, or by the spoken word. All of that is quite profound. And all of that calls to mind this divine character. Now, keep in mind, this is not from man. This energy is universal. It's not from a power plant. It's from the stars, and God created the stars. 
So what, what do I have with my instrument? The ability to control, to control this energy and then have it perform a work function, the scientific function. So once you put something in a machine, so to speak, you can control the outcome. That's what I can do. I can control the outcome. Interesting. So can you give me some examples of how your machine works and how you take that energy and control the outcome with it? Sure. So I take my instrument and I'm able to, by way of a person's photograph, I'm able to identify the germs, the microbes that they're infected with. For instance, if somebody sent me their photograph, I'll hold my photograph up. And if I had herpes, the herpes would signal, would be identified on my photograph. In what way? So we're, we're working in the informational field. My photograph is always a real-time report card. So my photograph would, would allow me to ascertain my heartbeat, my biorhythms, my liver function, my genetic structure, as well as the presence of the herpes virus in my information field. And then I could send energy to break down, to destroy, to remove, cure, eradicate, call it what you will, the herpes virus. So we're working with non-physical reality. We're working with an information system in which my photograph will detail the microbes that I have present in me. And then I can send energy into my quantum realm, my photograph, and destroy the herpes virus. That's fascinating. I got the second part, but I'm confused on the first part. So I'm going to go back to that. How are you getting that information from the photograph? Sure. That's how a scalar energy instrument works. It's okay. the perfect interpreter. If I place my photograph in a scalar energy instrument, the light, the energy automatically interprets the photograph. Uh, That's a good point. There's no human programming. You've worked with computers before or a video recorder or your cell phone. You have to program it. There's no programming with scalar energy. It's God's energy. It's all knowing. So I'm working with an information paradigm that knows everything. It's infinite intelligence. If this is from God, it is of infinite intelligence. And hence, I have an instrument capable of an infinite number of work instructions. Wow, that's amazing. So yes. when you scan the photograph and get that information, are you... Are you actually knowing what it says or it's doing it both parts without the human involvement? I don't know if that question makes sense, but do you understand what I'm saying? (laughs) Meaning the device scans it, knows it, and then sends the healing thing automatically because it knows it. It doesn't need the human involvement. Or are you seeing something else as well? This is the simple process. I take a photograph of the herpes virus. That's a photograph, a magnified photograph of herpes, and I place it side by side my So the two information fields share. So the information from the herpes virus shares with my photograph. That's all I do. And I let the instrument, I let the light energy interpret the herpes virus, interpret if I have the herpes virus in my body. And then the information from the herpes virus is sent into my quantum field. So a photograph of a microbe will identify a microbe and destroy a microbe in the quantum field in my quantum field. If it's there, if it's not, it just kind of moves on to the next thing. Is that? Yes. So I get it. It's a trial and error thing. It's a, it's meaning it's scanning this, looking at this going, Nope, not a match. Don't need to send energy there. Next thing. Okay. Yep. We see this. We know how to fix that. Now we're going to send the, okay. I get it. Now here's the beauty of it. There's no human interpretation. I don't interpret 
the herpes virus. Right. This is the source of light. This is a light signature. This has a scalar light signature. The herpes virus is identified by its genetic molecular structure by the light. And then I send that information into my photograph and the two force fields meet. So obviously there's no human interpretation of the herpes virus, it's a photograph. There's no human interpretation of my photo, it's a photograph. Mm -hmm. So you have sources of light, sources of light that are communicating with one another. And on account of the fact that you're only using light, which is fundamental, and light obeys the law of nature, light cannot be manipulated, light is never wrong, then my technique is never wrong. Awesome. Now, let's get into, so because I obviously went through your website and stuff, but can you give us some of the stories? I know you have tons of testimonials and things, but can you give us some of the stories that have how you've used your technology to help people? Um, I'm promulgating to the world that we've been working with HIV clinics around the world by way of photographs of people who are HIV positive. Um, last year in November of 21, I received a report from people in Tanzania who sent us their photographs. And everybody that we treated by way of their photograph is no longer HIV positive. Wow. I work with an HIV clinic in Tanzania. I'm working with HIV clinics around the world. And everybody in Tanzania that submitted their photograph to me, they've had a follow-up PCR test. Those PCR tests are negative. All of those people testify that they have recovered from HIV. Now, it's, it's pertinent to note, it's, that is their statement. Keep in mind, I've never met these people. I've never been to Tanzania. Okay. So I have to rely upon the testimony of people to tell me what the upshot, what, what, what is the result here? I can only prove my results in my laboratory, which is a scalar setting. I cannot prove my results outside of my laboratory, which might be a scalar setting or an electromagnetic setting. So this new science does not have a scientific protocol to prove or disprove it. That's how new it is. Mm -hmm. So I'm simply trying to introduce this new science to mankind. And then the scientific community will have to devise a method to test this, to prove this, or to disprove this. Well, and you know what the first thing is going to, I mean, just comes to my mind as a science, someone with a science background is they're going to go placebo effects, right? right sure. That's what, that's what people are going to say. And then they, sure. good luck trying to figure out a placebo effect that equal is the equivalent match to test it. I mean, I don't know how they would do that, yeah. but somebody yeah. could try and figure that out. <laughs> it, it, it's, you're right. Somebody has to try and figure that out. That's not on me. That, right. I have enough to do in my laboratory. You know, if this is a science, then it will take many people including scientists, to try and ascertain how this works, what is the cause and effect relationship. Um, I can prove my results in my lab. I always rely on people's testimony, at a, obviously, at a distance, because that's the bottom line. Does this quantum healing really have an advantageous effect on people at a distance? I say it does. Can I prove that well, I mean, you would be able to prove it if they provided test results. So, I mean, in the typical in the typical scientific way, meaning if somebody says to you, "I'm HIV positive," they have an HIV positive test, they receive the pro- your protocol, yep. and then they are no longer after. However, I don't know how long the time span is, but then they are tested again without any other intervention. Then there's your yep. result. 
You're right. I, I would agree. It can be substantiated, but it's, you still cannot prove how a remote laboratory has a direct and immediate connection with a person in Tanzania. That, that's really the, the stumbling block here. Yeah. Because these are two different thoughts. A scalar energy laboratory is not in any way like the electromagnetic setting, the electromagnetic environment of somebody in Tanzania. These are two different energies with two different philosophies, two different languages, and you cannot compare the apple and the orange. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of some of the studies, and I haven't looked at them in a while, done on, like you were talking about before, on prayer. Because there are studies that show that prayer does impact people's recovery from surgery, recovery from cancer, from illnesses. So I'm not sure how those exactly were designed, but same thing. Those aren't, you know, prayer itself is not something that. um, Yeah, Yeah. you're right. Scalar energy is prayer. Yeah. It's non-physical blessing. It's God's blessing. It's non-physical. And if we prove that my scalar energy instrument can work, then we can prove that prayer is effective. Yeah. And we already know prayer is effective. I mean, there's enough data out there for that, that they, you can say that in certain circumstances that it has an impact on people's health and well-being. It's definitely been shown. Um, But so besides the studies with the HIV, you, I know you do all kinds of different things. So just talk a little bit about all the ways that you're using your photograph techniques in, in different ways. Okay, so let's consider brain waves and the chakras. Yep. We have brain waves, which I contend are in character scalar energy waves. Brain waves initiate as scalar waves. We also have seven chakras that spin, and those are seven spinning vortices of scalar energy. So I have shown that after working with a person's photograph, they're much calmer where they can sleep a, a, a meaningful a night, they can experience a meaningful night of sleep. Now, what is that all called to mind? That a scalar energy instrument can access our brain waves and our seven chakras. So after we work with people, many people experience that state of calm, or they're no, they no longer experience insomnia. And I tell people, and I don't mean this as a joke, I'm not a sleep therapist. If you can sleep well, attributed to the fact that scalar energy has rearranged, reprogrammed your brain waves and your chakras. Yeah. And so when your system's in alignment, then your nervous system is when the chakras are in alignment, then the nervous system is in alignment. And then the parasympathetic gets to do what it needs to do because the sympathetic nervous system is finally quiet, which is very rare in in our culture. So yeah, once that parasympathetic nervous system is functioning and the brain's in alignment, then we get to sleep, which is foundational for everything. Yes, exactly. Sleep is is so important. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, so besides the sleep, some other ways sure. that you see it being used? Yeah, you know, I'll say to answer your question, there's millions of applications. Now, my limited knowledge has only developed a few applications. I can take a photograph, I'll hold this up. I can take a photograph of vitamin E and I can place it in the instrument. And the instrument will look at the molecular structure of vitamin E and then reproduce that in the quantum field. We can send vitamin E to a person's quantum field. So with that ability, we can assemble digestive enzymes, neurotransmitters, vitamins, minerals, antioxidants. And we have programs to that effect, female hormones, male hormones. 
And after we work with people for 30 days, 60 days, they say, yes, they see some type of improvement in their health. Now, I can't, I can't vouch for that, but nonetheless, we have so many testimonies that there is some merit to this, that a scalar energy instrument can be used to instruct the creation or the rearrangement of matter to create a beneficial chemical. Without the side effects. Yes, exactly. (laughs) That's huge. Yes, it's not a drug. We're we're simply taking what is innate in the body, our phytochemicals in food, or um, we're we're taking minerals, and, and we're recreating those in the quantum human body. And there's no side effects. It's not a chemical process. This is a light process. This is a, a light in action. So we don't have any overdose. We don't have a Herxheimer reaction. We don't have any type of chemical detox. There's no chemicals. We only use light. When you're using light, light is pure. It's immaculate. There's no drawback. There's no negative consequence. You know, it's reminding me, are you familiar with homeopathy? Yes. It's reminding me of the same principles of homeopathy yes. as far as using an energetic blueprint, yes. but in a quantum field yes. instead, it's that same thing to activate the innate intelligence. I mean, that's what I'm you, hearing. You hit the nail on the head. The animating force behind homeopathy is scalar energy. Yeah. Now, when, 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 yeah, exactly. When you're diluting a reagent or, or a solution, and it seems to potentiate with, with each dilution. And then you have to ask yourself, well, then it's really not the physical mass that's called into question here. Why is it, why do you potentiate, why do you amplify that strength? It's a scalar energy phenomenon, which is non-physical. So homeopathy really is a, is a function of scalar energy. Yeah. And it seems like you're doing the same thing, but in the quantum field instead of in the Yes. Something molecular about the homeopathy, it, it causes yes. it, that yes. reaction energetically in the body. And this is the quiddity of the matter. When you control instructions, intelligence, you control the universe. A scalar energy instrument allows me to control nature. <clears throat> I mean every word of that. And I can control a molecule. So I can create a molecule that's beneficial, or I can break down a molecule, a toxin or a pathogen that is harmful. So this is fundamental control over atomic and molecular form. Okay, now let's talk timing on that because I heard you mention before 30 days, 60 days. I mean, how do, when you're doing this process with your yeah. device, how do you know how much repetition, how much time, how much, how much scalar light or energy needs yeah. to be done for the result you're looking for or the person's yeah. looking for? Yeah. To answer your question, I don't. And we're still too new of a science for me to to guess at that. So I leave it up to the people. My website has 30-day sessions, just one month. There's no long-term commitment. So sign up for 30 days. If you like it, continue for another 30 days. If you think you've had enough, stop. This is how new the science is. There's no way I can possibly, for instance, today, I've worked with half a million people in my laboratory. I have half a million photographs from around the world. I I can't possibly ascertain the the results of half a million people. No, you'd be really, really sleepless. (laughs) You'd have no time for sleep. (laughs) 
um, okay. So knowing that um, the, with your response, I'm just thinking, so the way that you're working with people is they're taking their feedback and then they extend, but just conce- I'm trying to understand conceptually when you change that field, when you go into you know, the quantum field and you add the light, is the expectation that at some point it potentiates and it's a permanent change or would it be a transient change or do we know yet? We don't know yet, but I've seen both. Okay. I've seen both. And, and can I explain why? No. For, for, that's a good point. For some, it's permanent. For some, it's, it's only temporary. I can't understand that. I, I'm going to throw something out just pops in my head when you said that is because maybe whatever the original cause is, is so powerful in that transient situation that it's turning things back. Do you know what I mean? You, that it's, you, there's still. Yeah, you're, you're right. I, I, for instance, I've seen this with people. We have an addiction program. I've mm-hmm. seen some people who after 30 days of sessions, they're no longer hooked on cigarettes or marijuana or heroin. But others are are still inclined to smoke and, and take drugs. So I can't explain that. Why some people have such a favorable, immediate outcome and others not, not quite so. Yeah. I'd be looking at the environment, but that's just the psychologist in me. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> because you want to see what's going in against. You have one force of energy. You want to see what other energetic forces are coming from the other direction. But yeah. But that's interesting. So you've seen both that you've seen the yeah. permanent changes and the transient change. And just um, how long, so how long have you been doing the techniques that you're using? Yeah. This, this is my life work. So I've, I've been in theory at this for 50 years in, in practice for about 30. I've been working with scatter energy instruments for about 30 wow. years. Wow. And I learned something every day, so to speak. It's, it's a never ending pursuit um, of, of this path of scalar energy inquiry. I love what I do. That's awesome. I mean, are there other people that do it? I've never heard of it that of this way. So no, I think I've I've originated this technique. I don't have any contemporary that I know of. So I'm the sole researcher at the present moment. Interesting. I I mean are you looking for other I mean it's interesting because you would think other people would get fascinated and try and join in. Yeah. Doctor, I would have hoped years ago, but yeah. here's the drawback. In all due respect, there's no money in this. I just was thinking the same thing. I there's no that. paycheck. And how many people want to spend 30, 40, 50 years attempting to, to prove a science? And there's there's no reward. There's no, you can't pay your bills to be blunt. Yeah. Well, and it goes against some very large industries that would be affected by their money would be affected. So they're not inclined to do research in areas that goes against their uh, profits. That's (laughs) That's why I keep this as a grassroots movement. Now, keep in mind what I said earlier. Tessa discovered the scalar energy initially. He was the first scientist and he was harnessing this energy, free energy. And he was able to send scalar energy and illuminate objects at a distance. That's free energy. And this is really the, the, going to be the crux of the matter moving forward. If, if the powers that be realize that we can access star energy, which is free and clean, and send this star energy anywhere in the world and illuminate the world and power the world, then that will be the end of the energy monopoly. Yeah. And that is the roadblock right now. Yeah. I can see that. And also, just even if you look at it in a, 
more of a microcosm, but still a huge global way. Just what you're talking about in the health world, you know, yes. even with AIDS or other things. Well, that that goes at the pharmaceutical industry because if you start healing people with free technology, then you don't need drugs, and that also is a huge monopoly as well. Yes. So we can yes, see where the right. roadblock would be. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Now, going back to my story about Tanzania, I've never been to Tanzania, but from the vantage point of these people, the 20 people that were had HIV and they're no longer HIV positive, well, that's the easy way to eradicate the HIV virus. Do I suspect that the pharmaceutical company is looking at my work and they're rather concerned that their uh, financial profits will be in jeopardy? I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, and even I'm sure too, but even if you look at, even if we go the other way, because you were talking about with the ability to create the minerals and all of those things, it's the same thing with the supplement industry. I mean, even that would be an issue because even when you go natural, there's still a whole industry around creating things to supplement our own innate our own innate wisdom, really, which really, I mean, that's the thing that I always tell people is, yes, I'm not saying you don't ever need to take anything, but understand that you already have everything you need. And so you want to, you want to give your body the message, you know, even with natural supplements, it's the same thing. You're telling your body, it's not good enough. You know, if you do it all the time, it's one thing to say, you need a little support right now, but it shouldn't be a lifestyle of you every day for your whole life need something outside of yourself other than food and water. Exactly. And, you know, some people have bought into that propaganda. Many people are starting to wake up. And if you follow the money, much of the science today is following the money. It's yeah. not about our health or not about bettering our lifestyle. It's about following the money. You can't be naive to this. No, definitely, definitely not. And and so the thing that's interesting, I mean, is with scalar energy, like you said, it's free and there's no side effects. So I'm always like, okay, well, then that's something you might want to try because the risk and reward is a really great balance there. So, yeah. 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 You know, I, I'm an inventor and, and I always try and improve the world situation. And after two years of a pandemic, if you resonate with me and you see that we've had problems and some of the solutions did not work, well, why don't we try something new? Why don't we try something different? Yeah. Okay. If the square peg is not fitting in the round hole, why don't we try a different peg? Why don't we try and make this work? Yeah, right. Especially if the cost, and I don't mean financial costs, I mean the cost to your health and well-being is, we'll never say zero, but very, very low, you know, as far as, you know, sending a picture and what that's going to potentially negative, how that would negatively impact somebody versus taking something that, you know, can affect your physical matter strongly. Yeah, yeah. very, very much different. So what else do you want people to know? Uh, just visit the website. Um, look look at what we've done. Read the testimonies. Then you decide. This is a new science. Um, there, there's, there's only so much I can introduce in 45 minutes of time. You know, I, I appreciate everybody's attention. I'll make this prediction. Scalar energy, once scalar energy is embraced, will eclipse the computer in importance. Scalar energy can do much more than the computer. So if you marvel at our computer technology, which is something to marvel at, scalar technology will outpace computer technology someday. Wow, that's amazing. I do have a question. I don't know if you know the answer, but I'm gonna ask anyways. Tesla, what was he what was his goal with the energy, with scalar energy once he discovered it and 
He built a tower in Long Island. It's called Warden Cliff Tower. Okay. And he was able to extract free energy from the atmosphere and then send energy uh, remotely. So it was wireless transmission. If you look closely at the photographs of the tower, there's no electrical lines. It's wireless transmission. So that was a miniature star. Wardenclyffe was a miniature star, and Tesla was getting very close to giving us free energy. We would not have the uh, energy problems that we have now. Tesla was about to give us free energy. Wow. So that's what he was trying was working on, was trying yes. to figure out how to harness it. Yes. And that's why the second part of his career, the scalar energy career, he was he was derided. He he it was a smear campaign. So initially he gave the world AC electricity and the world embraced that. But he wanted to advance and give the world scalar energy, free energy, and the Rockefellers did not want that. Yeah, something doesn't surprise me about that. <laughs> it didn't fit with their agenda, no. Um, but so what happened with that tower that he created? Uh, under pretense, they said we have to um, tear it down. Um, they, they used the excuse that it could be used as, as, as a military operation or, or that uh, it would they be targeted. They destroyed it? It was oh, destroyed? It's, yeah, it's, it, it's been, it was demolished. Sure. Oh, wow. All of Tesla's work, the latter part of his life, had either been destroyed or seized by the United States government. You know, showing showing just how nefarious our federal government is, not allowing these inventions to come to the attention of the general public, but controlling these inventions, suppressing these inventions. This is all a matter of historical record. I'm not speaking yeah. off the cuff. Yeah. No, I figured not. That's why I asked you. <laughs> because yeah. my guess is it's also probably hard to find some of the information. No. You know, because, you know, if you if you don't know where to look or what you're looking for, sometimes it's hard to find, especially if people are trying to make it hard to find. No. So that's no. so that's good. Well, this has been a great introduction. So what I want to do now is head over to the Sparks of Wisdom. Sparks of Wisdom. Oh, 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 oh. Sparks of Wisdom. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, Tom, let's hear your sparks of wisdom today. You know, I, I always tell people, don't be so hard on yourself. Just try and have a few goals every day, one or two goals every day. Keep your focus, be happy, love God, love your neighbor, love yourself. That's, that's a very fulfilling lifestyle. Today, I, I've observed that rule. I had a few goals in my laboratory. I have a few goals I want with my project of scalar energy to the general public. And if you do that on a daily basis, you will have a happy life. It will be a fulfilling lifestyle. Excellent. And that's what we all want is to live vibrantly and authentically. Okay, Tom, thank you so much for your time today. What we'd like to know at this point is how to get a hold of you and the types of things that that you do when you're working with people? I think the best way to start would be our website, scalarlight.com. The website offers 15 days of free Scalar Light sessions to anybody. Now, keep in mind, you're going to email us your photograph. Visit the website. You can email us photographs of your entire family, include your dog, your cat. And after 15 days, you judge whether this quantum healing is of merit. Now, keep in mind, this is not Newtonian physics. We're working through your photographic force field, scalarlight.com. Awesome. Okay. 
Well, thank you again for your time. It's been a pleasure. And I look forward to tracking how this, your work expands over time. And I think it has a lot of potential to help people. And like you said, I love the fact that it's, you know what, try it. There's really no um, negative potential side effects. And if it works for you, great. If not, then don't continue. <laughs> it's that simple. You know, I tell people the only thing you have to lose is your germs. It's, it's so simple. <laughs> As always, appreciate everyone for listening. And until next time, be you, be love, and be present. <laughs>